Aloha, everyone. It's Dr. Lisa Hartwell. Welcome to Anxiety Ease, the show that reveals a calm mind is an organized mind, and an organized mind is a calm mind. We'll make it fun and inspirational with a bit of learning the neuroscience and the real reason some of us keep pushing on professionally, good or bad, at the expense of leading life with inner peace. Aloha, everyone. How are you doing today? Today, I wanted to talk about something that's coming up in this upcoming book on August 16th. Um, if you've been watching these videos um, over the course of the last week and a half, I appreciate you. And I appreciate your support and your lovely comments of encouragement and support to whew, get me to the next step. It's such an endeavor. <laughs> and in that vein, I was thinking um, I wanted to talk about um, something that I spent a long time um, developing my method, uh, which is this three-step method, but also about the the B of the method, which is RBA. And the B is about the branches, is about the, the developmental models. What's the development that happens in an orchard that allows it to grow year after year, produce apples year after year? How does that even happen when we know for a fact that the branches that were there last year that are producing the fruit are not the same apples and not the, even the same branches in that area that was there the year prior. And the same is this is true for us as well, that who we are today is not even who we were last year, is not who we were 10 years ago, 20, 30, 50 years ago. But it sure does feel like like that, doesn't it? It sure does feel like we're the same person marching through time. Now, one thing that I had the experience of this year was just this phenomenally good time of going back to my 40th high school reunion, which I loved in spades. I'm so glad I made the decision to go. It was just amazing to see all these people in my orchard that have that have just been there for years, so I have not seen for years that I was able to reconnect with and just just fill my soul with love and connection and and um oh. It was just amazing. <laughs> it was a joyous. Now, to be fair, our class was very close, always has remained that way. And of course, social media helps that happen um, in spades nowadays. So it was just a lovely reminder um, what 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 being in each other orchard truly means all these years. In addition to that, it also reminded me of this growth and development thing in in a second that ha my brain had a really hard time with what we call cognitive dissonance, where you're seeing one thing, but you're feeling this other, and you're trying to integrate the two. You know, when you're seeing these people that you remembered being in third and fourth and fifth grade with, and here they are, they look the same, but they're not the same. They're, they look older and, you know, sound maybe a little bit different, taller. Uh, it was funny. It was funny to feel my brain try to reconcile those pieces but it reminded me of this, this incredible anchoring that happens that when we ground ourselves where we are developmentally in this moment in our lives, that's the piece that feels sometimes hard to reconcile and many times is met with high-functioning anxiety because every time that we go through ages and stages in our life and we're meant to grow, 
it doesn't necessarily have to be interpreted as this is an, an anxious moment. But those of us that have kind of gotten ourselves wired, that every single time we go through something new and a different change, a different stage in our lives is met with anxiety, our brain doesn't know any different. So it's going to fall back on its old pattern of, oh, here we go again. We're going through something new again. I need to kind of bring on the anxiety with me. And that's that's my old pal to help me through this. Whereas I want you to kind of learn how to use it as your messenger, recognize that because you're having that high functioning anxiety in that moment, it means one thing, one thing only, it's time to grow for whatever that means for you. And when, whenever I have people think about um, working with me, I have them do a lifeline to begin with. And they always plot out those big markers in their lives when they were growing, right? So uh, graduations, of course, uh, relationships, um, getting married, if you did that, um, having kids, possibly going to college, um, choosing a career path, changing jobs, um, quitting jobs. Uh, I was thinking of Teddy's in here laying on the floor with me, getting a new puppy <laughs> um, and, and integrating that into your life as far as animals coming and going in our lives. So all these markers in our life of things happening. And one of the things that happened during uh, COVID for myself, um, right before we shut down in here in Hawaii in 2020 was my mom passed. And it was actually quite sudden, even though she was in her early 80s, um, uh, very uh, unknown why it happened. Um, and even though she was having some medical stuff going on, it still was quite sudden and very jarring. And um, when I think about how long it took me to integrate having her not here physically with me, that took almost a year. And that actually surprised me because I've dealt with death a lot in my nursing career and in psychology, of course. And um, I'm actually kind of comfortable with the idea of death and 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 everything that surrounds it. Um, but not that one, not when you lose your mother, um, who obviously is very close to, but in that realm, my brain had a really hard time not associating those anxious last moments with her. Um, and not associating the memories every single time I thought of her for about a year with anxiety I, to the point where I start crying again or feeling, you know, really unsettled, couldn't sleep, you know, the symptomatic part of anxiety. And then it, it's just this shift when you think, oh, I get it. And what I'm teaching is this idea that every single time when it's time to grow, when it's time to shift, it's really about taking on a new identity. And that new identity can be nuanced. It's not, not the same thing as when you're a teenager and you're trying different hair colors and different styles and trying to figure out how you fit in maybe community or social norms. We're talking about little nuance of how do I integrate this new way of being as an identity shift with my current situation, with my now. And it just takes time. It takes time for our brains and our souls to be able to say, oh, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing now. 
you're being, you're still a daughter. It's just that your mother isn't with you here on a daily basis. Your mother can be with you in a different form, whatever you choose that to be. And that is the shift in, in an identity of how you want to have now a new relationship. In my case, a new relationship with my mom, with her not here physically with me. And even, even though that was very unique and individual to me, it was the process I had to go through to figure that out, figure it out what that new identity meant for me in the context of understanding that it was no longer associated with anxiety every time I thought about her or her death. It has now become about her being there for me no matter what. And that's phenomenal. So I wanted to kind of shift and how you're thinking about growth. What does it mean for us in our brains? What does it mean to our adjustment? What does it mean to our lives when it's time to grow? It isn't just a biological thing. It is a spiritual thing. It is a soulful thing. It is a nature thing to grow. But when we do that as humans, we attach that to our basically our identity. My hope is that we can do that with just more grace and ease. That's what my job is, is to help you navigate those waters um, with someone else. And knowing that we can, we're all in this together. We're all trying to figure it out. And it just so happens that, you know, my particular method is something that has worked for me and for my clients. Um, and I hope you get um, a lot of benefit and joy as this resource is coming out um, this month. Um, but, you know, there's so many different ways that we can think about this. This is just one. And it's it's my method and it's my my um, my identity, <laughs> essentially, in how I function and how I have a relationship with my high functioning anxiety. So I just kind of was thinking that would be a good little kind of teaser to talk about. Um, I, I talk about a lot of this in the book. I'll definitely go much deeper. And um, I look forward to seeing you on August 16th. That is right around the corner. We are almost there. We are to the finish line, at least for the launch date. Um, this is the long tail. I continue to appreciate your support and um, sharing. And um, I will see you in uh, the next day or so. Thank you again. Aloha. Okay, that's a wrap for this week. The Anxiety Ease podcast is produced by myself and the music is provided by Pixabay. For more episodes or to get in touch anytime, you can visit my website, drlisahartwell.com. And if you do like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. Also, if you want to see where you fall in the continuum of your high-functioning anxiety, head on over to the link that's found in the show notes, heartwellanxietyassessment.com.